2: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
1: Hello, I'm Gary Mansfield and welcome to the Mizogart podcast where each week I'll be speaking to a different artist. Now let's begin by banging these bongos. Hello, and welcome to episode number 36 of the Mizog Art Podcast. You'll be pleased to know this is going to be quite a quick introduction. This week's artist is Shubi. Shubi is a multimedia artist who generally works in print, but she also works in graffiti, sculpture, and pretty much anything else that takes her fancy. Her work is a montage of cultural references that within a couple of moments can take you whirling back to your childhood. She has two reoccurring images that keep popping up in her work, one being a black eye mask, the other being a peeled banana. I'd often wondered why they both appeared. Today, I found out. I know I do mention my face value exhibition a little more than I should do, but Shuby was in Face Value 3, where she produced an absolutely stunning collaboration with Zoe Moss. We talk about that in this episode, so I won't bore you with it. Shuby's Studio is the first studio I've been in that is subterranean. Not quite a bunker, but underground nonetheless. And it is a wonderful size. And it just highlights the square footage you get for a studio outside of London. So please come and join me and Shuby in her bunker for episode number thirty-six. Fucking this morning. Right, so this afternoon I'm with Shuby in her studio. Hello there. Yeah. How are you good? Yes, thank you. Um, I've got seven questions that I ask each artist. Okay. The first one is: How would you explain what you do to someone that didn't know your work?
0: Uh, I would explain my work as um, as pop art. So popular culture, influenced by sort of adverts and yeah, small ads, magazines, posters you might see around on the street. And I'm often influenced by um, retro sort of things from the '60s and '70s. Yeah. So it's very kind of uh, yeah, pop culture. It's not highbrow art. It's kind of throwaway ephemera. Yeah.
1: Well, when I when I first saw your work, it is sort of like um, waking up in a dream, and you've got all them little sort of obscure images that yeah, shouldn't lots sit of well collage, together. They all jump yeah. in, yeah. And
0: I like text a lot. So and I like sentences that don't make sense so i might like um put different posters on top of each other and then rip a bit away so that it makes um a different sort of sentence a bit like you might see a billboard in a in a tube when a part's been ripped away to reveal another bit underneath I like yeah sort, i like that yeah sort of chance chance happenings and yeah
1: the, the banana appears in your work a lot yeah where does that come from? Is, is what well I've that to that I... came
0: from um so I started out doing street art. So it's like a sort of a tag or a a label in a way. And uh I suppose at the time I thought uh street art's very male dominated and it I was. thought of thought a pink banana, a girl walking around putting a pink banana yeah. on the walls. I thought it was a bit subversive, I suppose in a very male dominated kind of arena. And it's also a bit like sticking your finger up at the world slightly. When would
1: that have been, roughly? When you started doing that? The end
0: of 2006, beginning of 2007. And I also... Yeah, there's a a filmmaker called Busby Barkley Yeah. And he did that film, uh, The Gang's All Here, with um, Carmen Miranda, lots of bananas and fruit in her hair. And he was sort of... At the time, he was challenging censorship and he'd... um, because you weren't allowed any sex or anything in the films. So he got ladies waving great big bananas Excellent. in the air yeah. as part of their sort of dance. And yeah. and I kind of like this way of being... It's quite a cheeky symbol, but it's not really offensive. Yeah. can't really upset anybody with a banana. What well,
1: the, the offence is in the eye of the beholder. Exactly, it? it depends how yeah. you look at it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah,
0: exactly. Like, some people, it is offensive. To other people, it's just a banana. Yeah,
1: it is that sort of benny hill 1970s yeah, exactly. risque
0: and that, a lot of my work's in, influenced by that sort of humor as yeah. well that sort of a I, I, I grew up on all the carry-on films and stuff yeah so. it's only
1: as rude as the viewer wants to make it <laughs> isn't
0: exactly it? yeah and also there's a, a, an australian illustrator called martin sharp and um, he uh, did a cover of... It was called Oz Magazine, which was quite subversive yeah, and yeah. political at the time. And he put pink bananas on nice. on the front of one yeah. of those covers. So, And uh, also um, Josephine Baker and her banana skirt, yeah, the dancer yeah. from the 1930s uh, and 40s. And, uh, so there were all these different roads pointing to the banana, yeah. and I sort of thought, well, there's so many different ways I could weave this in and out of... Uh, you know different images and things that um i sort of claimed it yeah quite early on because
1: yeah, it could mean a lot of things and sometimes it's just a banana isn't yeah, it? <laughs> yeah but
0: sometimes it just makes people smile yeah you know definitely. putting a banana on the wall so
1: because everyone would look at it and go it's a be cheeky
0: yeah that's it but not upsetting in any way it's no
1: just
0: sort of, uh, yeah a little bit rude far from but offensive but not really
1: <laughs> when was your first interest in art
0: well, I've always from a kid I've always drawn and my family's quite creative. So my mum was an art teacher actually, so I think we were always sort of sitting down copying things or painting things yeah. or cutting things out. So it's quite a creative. And where was it you grew up? Well I started off in Canterbury in Ramsgate yeah. and then at eleven I moved to Huddersfield in West Yorkshire. Oh wow that's a bit of a yeah, bit, bit of a, a move, isn't it? Yeah. How come Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Was
1: that parents working elsewhere obviously that or?
0: was uh that was just a, it was a uh, my mum got involved with a guy that thought we should all move to the oh, north good idea
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: so suddenly yeah it was in i was in huddersfield yeah and um yeah it's very different bit of a culture shock yeah yeah
1: and was you up there for long
0: till i was 17
1: oh so it was quite a while then yeah as, so as soon all my as you tees. could move away really are you right saying that you're in Kent.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in yeah, East Sussex. Yeah, now. I went back to Kent, and then I went and uh, did uh, went to art college at Leeds and Manchester. So oh well. Wow. Uh, so I do read the nor- I, I think- have
1: stayed in Huddersfield. Yeah, no, <laughs> the
0: northern town's yeah. brilliant. Though I really enjoyed Manchester and Leeds. But I just uh, always felt much more at home down down in Kent.
1: Yeah. What were your influential artists at that time? Do you know?
0: Oh, at the time. Um, I really love photography. Cindy Sherman. Cindy Sherman, yeah. So she I was really influenced by her at the time because at, at that time in my life I think I was quite kind of angry and fucked up. Yeah. And there was a lot of women at the time expressing that anger through art yeah, and there yeah. was a show at the ICA called Bad Girls. And it was all quite angry. So yeah. I was quite into like doing quite angry work at the time, which is so far away yeah. from what I do now. But um so i was doing sort of self-portraits with tights over my head yeah. and blood all over the place and it was all kind of very visceral and and um but i saw art as a way of sort of working through working through stuff
1: yeah well i mean the artists you mentioned they're strong female figures aren't they strong yeah. in the art world. yeah and cindy sherman yeah she she sort of really didn't know how to get that across didn't she
0: yeah i mean all those different ways she portrayed herself and and she'd go very dark or into this very domestic situation so i found that very inspiring at the time yeah
1: when did you first realize that you wanted to be an artist
0: well i mean i went to art college i found that quite difficult because i'm not that into the academic side of it i'm a maker yeah. i like doing things so i did print because i thought oh, i'll learn all these processes. Yeah um so the actual theory and the academic and the writing although i'm aware you know it's important to know your onions yeah i wasn't you know i was like 1920 and i was going out and getting hammered
1: yeah of course <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's hard to put the two together sometimes yeah, isn't it?
0: yeah but i mean art college was good but then at the time i always sort of felt like well who are you to tell me if i'm any good or not yeah. you know and this thing of getting you know what grades you get that's the
1: trouble when people are trying to teach creative people they, yeah. you're trying to teach them not to conform yeah. but they need to conform while you're yeah. trying to teach them yeah. so it is that sort of like two There's magnetic fields coming together yeah. yeah
0: so I went to art college and I was thoroughly like I kind of came out of that sort of not knowing where to place myself creatively and realising I've now got to get a job and start earning yeah. money so um became a waitress then I sort of did uh tv sets and things like that things that sort of linked to creativity floristry different things and then but none of it was sort of satisfying and then uh I went I think in my I went off and lived in the south of France for a bit in the mountains and then so there there was nothing to do and I thought well I can I think I found some old magazines at the local skip and I started collaging and um started to sort of make stuff uh you know it had been a long time since yeah, art college
1: yeah again.
0: yeah but just having that space not being on the treadmill of of uh working you know working in bars and doing yeah. all this stuff had total some a load of space and then when i came back to england uh i was in a little tiny room in elephant and castle and uh yeah
1: wow what a difference eh? yeah
0: yeah and then uh and then I sort of thought, I want to do my art. You know, I want to get. I know. actually, I got ill. I got the, a, a weird illness where you wake up and your half your fi- face is paralyzed, and called Bell's palsy. And I thought, oh God, I've wanted, I've always wanted to be an artist. Right, I'm going to do it now because you could die
1: or something. Well, how long did that last? Well, like, Bell's palsy yeah, yeah, it yeah, took the, the does it, uh, I mean, when you wake up, <laughs> in the mood, does it go after a few hours or?
0: No, I mean some people their faces come back straight away. Other people's faces never come back. Shit. Mine took about a year, about six months to sort wow. of return back to vaguely to normal. Yeah. Fucking
1: okay, I've never even I've never heard of that.
0: Yeah, it's a weird it's a weird one. You just wake up with a different face.
1: Shit. Yeah. And and that's caused by what? Is it just it's like a, a chemical imbalance? It's or? a
0: virus because you got a little hole behind your ear where yeah. all, all the nerves to your face. Come through. It attacks the nerves there, so half your face collapses.
1: Christ Almighty! I woke up with pins and needles in the arm a few times. I got worried. <laughs> I know. But I used before
0: that. I used to worry about a few spots and things, and then after you wake up like that, you sort of think, "Oh fuck! I haven't got. I didn't have anything yeah. to worry about." Actually,
1: it is one of those moments when it makes you sort of reflect on yeah on what you are and how fragile oh, exactly, you are as a person.
0: Exactly. And yeah, about it's interesting, you know, because we just did face value. You know, your face and how people react to you. It was very interesting having Bell's palsy that people were so lovely, actually. And and I sort of realised that, you know, looks aren't as important as you're led to sort
1: of believe. Yeah, or people's perception of that beauty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just mentioned face value there. Right yeah, you up. showed
0: me Bob's piece first. Yeah. And I thought, that's too similar to mine. I don't know how to change it enough. And then you showed me Zoe Moss's yes. portrait. And I, I immediately clicked.
1: Oh, man. That and was, thought. Oh, I ain't I can... saying it just because you're here, but that was fucking beautiful. Oh, was, lovely. Well, oh, oh, we spoke about it on the night, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. The bit that done it for me, just that little bit over the curve of the nose. Yeah. That, that was the mm-hmm. make or break, uh, giving it some form. Yeah. She'd done a, a print of an oil painting, yeah. an oil portrait, yeah. And you put your, you know, you're, you're sort of pretty well known for your mask, yeah. And it was it was flat black diamond dust, yeah. And it could have so easily been just flat, mm. but just put that little curve on the nose mm. give it that form that it, yeah. it absolutely needed. It was make or break on the nose, yeah. <laughs> and it, I know it sounds like I'm just sort of directing on one no, little piece, but that no,
0: somebody else said the same thing. That's actually. really what
1: made it. Yeah. It was a beautiful thing and that went did i think that went before the show even opened oh did it, it? i
0: don't I know so. yeah it was lots of people liked it it was it was it was simple but also what was nice is the character she painted was a girl from um the film oh what? she did tell me yeah oh, it's just plopped out my head uh oh it'll come back but anyway she's a she's a little girl character what was it? And uh, she's a bit like a she's a hero in the yeah. film, so it's quite nice to then put that mask on her and sort of transform her. I can't her think into who
1: it was, but yeah. So you were talking about possibly doing something together again.
0: Well, we're going to do a little edition with, um, with jealous. That one. Yeah, a little edition of um, thirty, I think. Nice. Yeah, because lots of people asked if they could have one. And I was so
1: pleased when because a few artists have more so on this uh, face value three mm. but a few people before when i've put them together mm. have said that oh let's do something yeah again in the future yeah. and i'm i'm so proud when when
0: yeah that's thanks to you it kicks off yeah
1: and it, it, I, I was saying to um uh nettie wakefield who mm. i was who i was just mentioning nettie done one with um dave Bonaguidi. Mm. Nettie Nettie gave, if if you remember, it was the reverse portrait Mm. and Dave had put pink text over the top saying vodka, cake and dancing and they're they're reproducing some of those Oh, that's good. and when Nettie told me, I said, it makes me feel like I've put you two together (laughs) and you've had this little child between you, Yeah, I feel like a a sort of uh, aesthetic (laughs) uncle, you know,
0: that's
1: me buttoning and rabbiting again, but (laughs) so you was in elephant and castle
0: oh yes yeah. so Sorry. I was working in a bar in Farringdon and um, so yeah not much I've always loved street art I've always been yeah. excited by street art and I've always wanted to do it so I started um, making little stickers so no the DJ at the bar that I worked that I worked in it was called uh, Ball Tusk Lear I don't know if you know no. his work they're sort of monsters sort of happy monsters so we went to the Shepherd Fairy exhibition that was at the Truman Drip Brewery, and I thought, oh, I'd quite like to make some stickers just to go to yeah. The just sh- so. Yeah, so I got some uh, little white labels, and I got some, I made some stamps, and there's a stamp stamps of Josephine Baker, and um, and also the lady with the banana from um, from. The film, um, the gang's all here, and so yeah, I started putting stickers around Shoreditch, and then me and Luke started to go out and do paste ups. So, um, so I started doing paste ups. So it was great because you could make a load of work on paper and then put the, put it outside. Yeah, so it's yeah. not like you were making stuff and collecting a load of stuff. That's sitting under your bed or yeah. sitting in the studio. It was so nice, nice to get the work and out and gone out, out and gone. And so you know, I got quite addicted to it, and it was uh, so. Yeah, it was a lot of fun doing that. And um, and then, but quickly, like people wanted to know who was making the work, and I realised there was people on Flickr, you know, taking yeah. taking pictures, and that there was you know this scene going on as and, well
1: being a woman in that environment that makes you stand out that little bit more as well doesn't it i know you've got to fight a bit harder
0: yeah well i don't know because it is something that it's i do on my own it's solitary nobody's interfering with it so oh
1: no i meant you've got to fight harder in in the sea of graffiti that is going on social media
0: you
1: know there's so much of it yeah and there isn't enough women doing it and then when you see a the presence of a woman, they, yeah. they do sort of spring yeah. out a little yeah, bit more, maybe, you know?
0: maybe, it helps, yeah, I don't know.
1: Um, it, it makes me look yeah. at their work a little bit yeah. more, it makes me stop and look, yeah. you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, although some people just assume that I'm a bloke.
1: Oh, do they? Yeah. Because the name doesn't give it away no. at all, does it? No,
0: I don't. I'm not particularly out there going, like, you know, this is work from a woman, it's just the work that I yeah. make, so I kind of don't think too too much about it I are suppose. you able
1: to say where shooby come from
0: it's from uh, a peter Tosh song called catchy shooby oh, and bad, bad. Uh, so but i i was i no, i started out with uh, the name ethos which is sophie backwards but then <laughs> oh, i nice. quickly found there was an elus and an ethos and i thought oh i can't be an ethos mm. yeah so then it's it's like finding a name that you can live with, and
1: I just like Shuby for yeah, some reason. it works. Yeah. Yeah, because well, everyone knows you as Shuby now, yeah. don't they? When, when people talk to, to me about you, they yeah. refer to you as Shuby. Yeah. Apart from me, she knows you probably better than mm. most, who calls you Shabby every now <laughs> yes, and then. Yeah, she <laughs> <laughs> Superb. <laughs> um, which piece that you've created do you hold most dear? um is there one that stands out to you Oh, oh,
0: oh, oh. i've actually last year i think doing the uh, the lone ranger and the candy bar pieces i think i really enjoyed doing those because um it was a nice process for me because i did loads of work in the studio on pieces of canvas where i was sort of splashing around and painting these backgrounds so for a week I sort of just turned into an abstract artist in a way. Nice. Just and then um, I went up to Jealous, and I had this plan to put uh, the candy, new Candy Bar Lady, and the Lone Ranger onto the canvases, and uh, I sort of had an idea of size. And then Derek Dario walked in, and he was like, "These are great! You got to make them bigger." He
1: knows your stuff, <laughs> doesn't
0: he? It's go- get the biggest screen, where's the <laughs> biggest screen, turn it the other, so all of a sudden you know my sort of plan to do things sort of at this sort of size, yeah. that size it all went bigger and it all, it was a good idea to, and it was, the, I think there was a bit of an accident on how I'd sort of placed the candy bar and the Lone Ranger together and they sort of became a Bonnie and Clyde yeah, sort of nice. character together on, on the canvas, so I really enjoyed that. Cause well it,
1: sometimes you do need that input from someone with a bit of distance don't yeah, we, you know yeah
0: because
1: we're, we're, we're sure where we're taking our stuff and yeah. sometimes you know you're on such a path it's like a, like a chess game you're you're three or four moves in front of where you are physically yeah and sometimes you need someone to tap you on the shoulder and go yeah have you thought of this yeah and then you go like, oh, ah yeah. there we go new direction
0: and i, I think i sort of um my head's probably oh, I've got to do things this size because it'll save a bit of money yeah, here. Yeah,
1: I'm exactly or, the Or
0: you know, or I can't go too big because maybe people won't want something. Yeah, and so it's quite nice. get it out the door. <laughs> yes. So it was not. It was nice that um that that Dario walked in and and said, "Come on, let's yeah. let's you know do this work nice and big." So um, so I think yeah, I was really happy with that work. Good. Yeah.
1: The user use like a Lone Ranger mask appears yeah. a lot in your work as yeah. well.
0: Yeah, well, so um, it was
1: this. Uh, you see these ceramic bis- biscuit jar. Yes, that's where I was, I was coming to that. So,
0: so, that, but that's where all the mask came from because he was like a, a cheeky little rabbit biscuit jar, and then I thought well I'll paint paint the
1: okay this
0: into a mask, and he became a biscuit. Uh, instead of a bisc a biscuit jar, instead of a biscuit jar, and it. I think he's just. I think with the mask, it's the um, it's that idea of uh, not necessarily the the crusader, the you know the.
1: Because he's got loads of connotations. The, robber, mask, hasn't he? the
0: yeah, you know, the,
1: hiding of identity,
0: hiding of identity, cheeky. I don't know. Even with. The, like when the work goes into the more sexy stuff, the the uh, the masks is, are sort of associated with, you yeah. know, sex workers or, yeah. S&M or Well, As
1: soon as you said about um, the the loss of, of one side of your face, for yeah. one, my mind just straight away went to yeah. the mask that you yeah. used, wondering if if it was tied in that way.
0: I think it's tied. I think it's tied in lo- lots of ways. It's really nice to on fi- found imagery to put the to put the mask on. Well, that's it?
1: where you're sitting in front of your biscuit. Yeah. So it is a 1970s 80s brown ceramic yeah. um, rabbit, and the top of his head comes off above his nose. Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. So I re, so I thought I repaint them in. How
1: long ago was this? Sorry, just when did start? I start
0: doing those? Um, maybe 2010. Because 2000. These pop
1: up in your work, don't they? Yeah. Often.
0: So after I started making the ceramic jars. Uh, I think it was somebody else another artist actually said oh you should draw those and I was like, oh that's a good idea so then I put the masked rabbit head on the queen yeah, and that yeah, became yeah. a print and that was done quite painterly and then um, I sort of toned him down to a cartoon a bit like the banana with the black lines yeah. and um, and he just became this character and became stickers and and then I sort of yeah, he's another sort of little logo that goes in and around. Well, the when you
1: start to paint them in bold, flat colours, yeah, it does.
0: It, it becomes pop art. Yeah. It? yeah, but it
1: also gives it a. For me, gives it a bit more. It makes it a bit more sinister because yeah. it's a sort of adult cartoon. If yeah. you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, he's all sort of sinister, but then he's not. He's just very cheeky,
1: isn't he? And it's got you've changed the I the from biscuits and put an N there so it yeah. says biscunts yeah. how did that come about?
0: well that, that came about I think because uh, I, I like really gaudy biscuit yeah. jars and I lived with this guy we had quite different tastes so I'd found this particularly nasty huge <laughs> biscuit jar for a pound and we were drinking red wine and he said it's not a biscuit jar it's a biscunt jar because he <laughs> hated it and I got my black felt tip out and it became a biscunt jar nice <laughs> so yeah so, so now
1: you've decorated annie's here we've got maybe eight yeah there's four here.
0: there's four yeah yeah some of them are broken or in different states of, oh, they? and some are sort of on their way to yeah they're in uh so no there's one well there's four there yeah potentially four
1: so you've just collaborated with michelle yeah Waldenhall. yeah so Tell us about although michelle was told us already in her <laughs> podcast Tell us in in your Yeah,
0: so Michelle pops in here for a cup of tea every now and then and a chat. And uh, so she said, I'd really like to um, uh, kinkify the rabbits. And I said, I would love you to kinkify the rabbits. So she took two off with her. One became a bit sub with his ball gag. And the other one became Dom with his strap on. Yeah, I see them this morning. And his (laughs) (laughs) his nipple clamps. So they've become these little yeah right even
1: more sinister than they started <laughs> <laughs> um and they're going into you yeah said they're just going into the ace club,
0: yeah, so there's an ace club show in Soho on the sixth of June, so I think that'll be ideal for yeah, for definitely. the uh for the union bar, yeah
1: union bar. have you got anything else going in there the ace club uh, uh
0: and uh i'm so i'm do. just my mind's wearing away at the minute thinking about making some sort of one-off piece yeah. to, to show so I've got various things out that I'm having a think I haven't decided completely yet but I'll make something new and
1: um you're saying about you you making prints mm. you, you went from the graffiti which the, the next step is prints to sort of earn out of your graffiti or you yeah. to get a, yeah. a a living well out it was
0: of. paste ups rather than graffiti sort of posters yeah. paper
1: and was you selling those post-ups or did you uh, Post ups or was you making prints from them uh,
0: what I did is um, started very small so I made the stickers uh, with the stamps and then I started repeating the stamps colouring them in and I made little tiny prints that sold for like 20-30 yeah. quid and then um, <clears throat> just progressed I suppose into uh, yeah, posters and silkscreen printing and uh, and gicle printing yeah. as well and because uh, quite often like the Crying Boy is like a very well known seventies image. Yeah. And so so I took I took that I painted on the I painted on the, the the print that I found at a boot a boot sale and put the mask on and the rabbit ears and the teeth and then made that into a print. Yeah. So um, so there's other stuff that I found at boot sales as well of that kind of era. And well, that's
1: what I do. I mean, if you're looking for stuff that is uh, retro, coming from the seventies and eighties,
0: yeah, Boots
1: Owl is the perfect place it to is, go around yeah. it, isn't it?
0: And I think I'd see these sort of crying children images, and I think because they're so horrendous, they are. And I'd think, why the hell were people putting crying <laughs> children? Loads on them? of them. And then with that one came the story that your house would burn the house down. House burned down, and, yeah. If so <laughs> and then it, I think I, there's a part of me that couldn't bet that wanted to sort of change them up and empower them in yeah. some way so
1: to so take the voodoo away take from the voodoo
0: it. away yeah with the with the naughty um rabbit mouth
1: inspiration where, where do you go for inspiration
0: um i go to magazines a lot yeah and the, the small ads in magazines Nice. and uh tv films film posters because uh, there's a lot of text in film yeah. posts and quite dramatic. There's it's often quite, yeah, humorous as well.
1: When you say the small ads, you use the um the the ads for um escort escort yeah. ads is what you would got to Oh yes, because I
0: had an exhibition in Soho and I was sort of doing a, a show about Soho and the. Um,
1: the industry, the, the, the it, industry yeah.
0: and the imagery and stuff. So yeah, the tart cards. I used to collect those from phone boxes. Tart
1: cards. I've never heard of them yeah, before. Yeah,
0: yeah, and uh, a lot of them are really funny, and they're that they're like a stamp as well. They're, yeah. There's just simple black colour or red or something on a on a background, and often quite sort. It was the
1: cheapest way for them girls and guys to get yeah, their message across, wasn't
0: yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, but some of the really good ones really inspiring. So all those that work there that that did the best nipples in London. Nice. Oh, so, I like uh, them, yeah. so um, yeah, so, yeah, things like that, things that you might find yeah. sort of thrown away. And how
1: about to relax? Yeah. How do you like to relax?
0: Uh, well, because I live by the sea, I love to just go and sit by the sea. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, go and sit by the sea and or watch telly. Listen to music. And there's a hang out with the mate.
1: A question that's always good, getting there yeah. uh, slowly tickled. <laughs> if there was you mm. and five other artists,
0: mm. past
1: and present, mm. what would your ideal group show be? Do you think? Oh, a
0: group show. Well, I'd have to have Cindy Sherman in there. I mentioned her earlier, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, there's uh, J.R. the photographer, street art guy. I love the yeah the scale of his work. So and, beautiful, and no. the and the portraits are just brilliant. Uh, who else? I'd have to have someone like a, a, a surreal, maybe some surrealists to add a little bit of strangeness in there. Maybe Salvador Dali. Don't know. Um, Pop Andy Warhol. And uh, Basque. who else could I have?
1: don't know, is that five? It's uh, That is five. <laughs> and that was uh, considering uh, you thought you might not be able to get past two or three when you have been put on the spot, that wasn't bad going. No, it wasn't yeah, bad going That'd at all. be a nice little gang, I reckon. Yeah, that's why I said it with a little bit of a smile on my face. <laughs> um, and if you wasn't an artist, mm. what would you like to be or what would you like to do? Oh yeah. I mean, like me personally, yeah. I got asked this question, yeah, and I just come a pig farmer. Really? I worked on a pig farm. Well, when I was in jail, years yeah, ago, yeah. Worked on a pig farm. You all like you'd like to
0: work with animals? Yeah, yeah. Loved it. Yeah, I love animals as well. I've had so many jobs, to be honest.
1: And were they all like little jobs you were saying before, like the waitress, florist, decorat, just the yeah. ones you can just travel in and out of
0: jobs, yeah, jo- jobs where I could escape quite quickly, yeah. and uh, or you know, part time, handy career
1: type. No, because
0: my priori- priority was probably always to be going on holiday.
1: <laughs> no, it's <that's, that's laughs> not a bad. thing.
0: Maybe that should be my job then, some sort of uh, travel rep, travel r- rep writer, <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, on TV, you you'd <laughs> do you
1: fine, wouldn't it? Um, you've mentioned. The Ace Club coming up. What else have you got coming up?
0: Well, so this year I'm part of, uh, in Hastings and St Leonard's, uh, East Sussex, there's something called uh, Coastal Currents, where um, there's all sorts of art events going on in this area. So I'm going to open my studio up for a couple of weekends and uh, get all my work out, put it on show, and hopefully people come along and, um, and come and buy stuff from my studio, yeah
1: and you've got that's in
0: September
1: where are we now in May that's that's not too far away
0: yeah Um,
1: the thing with Jealous is that just the prints or is that the show so the prints
0: uh, so doing the print with Jealous so they'll I'm not sure when that will be released that 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 shouldn't be too far away I think this this year I decided not to be part of too many shows because I sort of want to Reorganize my studio. Yeah, I bought a, a silk thing. screen press that nice. you see over there, yeah. and I'm just kind of doing that up and uh, getting that ready. So, and I want to make a whole new body of work, so I'm kind of pulling back from being out there,
1: yeah, just taking a breather, getting I'm taking a coming breather off the tracks, yeah, reorganizing.
0: Yeah, nice. You know, I'm trying to sort of uh, yeah, get my stuff that like they
1: used to do in the um, the farms used to do, they used to burn the yeah. old crop and. You know, a fresh crop that's through.
0: exactly it I feel like for like 10 years now I've been like running around you know putting work up here and there being part of everything and anything going and I sort of feel like I, yeah I want to take it a bit slower, yeah. be a bit more thoughtful about what I'm doing that's
1: not a bad thing, that's a good thing to yeah. sort of sit back, I'm assess yourself and look also at yourself. Yeah. I'm
0: involved with a really lovely gallery called Gallery F in Germany and i have done a couple of art fairs with them and been working with them. So it's sort of uh yeah, just just doing things a bit slower yeah, and, nice. and,
1: uh, and I mean even if it turns out that you thrived on the on the on the speed that you was yeah, working before. Yeah. It's always good to just to sort of come back, have a look at yourself, reassess, yeah, yeah. move on and I
0: think I sort of have to do that before I sort of start a next body of work. I sort of have to sort of clear the decks yeah. and uh and That's not throw, thing. throw things away and decide what's important what's not and
1: where can people find shuby on social media
0: so uh at art on on instagram and uh i've got my website uk and facebook at shuby art as well excellent so just just uh, Instagram, Facebook, and my website, really. I'm on Flickr as well. Oh, and Twitter, but I don't really use Twitter that much.
1: Uh, a lot of people are coming off of that. Yeah. Which is, uh, I was going to say, it's a shame. They all just sort of ebb and flow, don't they? Yeah. From one to the other.
0: I suppose I'm, mo- I'm most prominent on Instagram, yeah. I suppose.
1: So most artists nowadays, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Well, should be that's a lot. That's Aww. all my questions asked. Thank you. Thank you very much for your time. Well, oh, it was lovely to come and visit. There we go, Shuby. I was so pleased to have gotten an insight into her work. I'd met Shuby a couple of times before and only really spoke to her properly once. And that was at an opening, so I couldn't really go into depth. And as she mentioned there, she's going to take a little time out from her normal practice. Take a little step back, review and evaluate where she's going. And I really am looking to see what changes that process can bring. And as I mentioned at the start there, she's got a pretty big studio. And she was just in the process of putting together her screen printing and exposure tables. So I'm reckoning in a few months' time there's going to be quite a big body of Shoeby prints coming onto the market. She also mentioned there Dario down at Jealous and his expertise that pushed her to make her prints bigger. And even though my face value show come down at the start of the last episode... I really would like to take this opportunity to thank Dario, Louise and all of the guys down at Jealous East and Jealous North for all the work they put into housing, hanging and looking after Face Value 3. So on behalf of me, Lee Ainsworth, the Katie Piper Foundation and Katie Piper herself, thank you very much guys. And talking of galleries, just before I started recording this outro, I saw that Benjamin Murphy of the Delphian Gallery has just released episode one of his Delphian Gallery podcast. The first episode is with Kate Mothus, And I literally saw it as I was putting my phone on silent to record this outro. So I really can't tell you any more about it. But if you go over to Benjamin Murphy's Instagram page, or that of the Delphian Gallery, all the information you'll need will be there. So good luck to Benjamin and Nick for the Delphian podcast. And to listen to Benjamin Murphy on this podcast... He was episode number 23. So like I say every week, on whichever platform you listen to this podcast, there should be the ability to like, subscribe, and leave a comment. If you're able to do that, that would really help us and anyone else who's looking for an art podcast. So thank you all for listening, and until next week, ta
2: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.